This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's the strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades, now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by Atomic Wolf and the A-Bomb radio station. Tonight's curious adventure, The Case of the Cursed Cruise. Cloudy night on the Gulf of Mexico, and our detectives decide to take their first vacation on a rare wasteland cruise. Well, let's go, Bonnie. The party's starting without us. Give me a second, Walter. It's not every day I decide to put on a dress, you know. Looks like a real shindig down there. Never would I have thought you could take a boat ride still. Well, people have got to get away from the death clause some. Okay. How do I look? Stunning. What do you call that look? I call it the post-war Vera Keys. I couldn't get my hair entirely like hers, but I think the public will get the message. Wonderful. Ready to head down? After you grab my arm, sure. Hey, they've got slots down here. I bet you can actually win something here. Want to go for them now? I see two seats open. After we get our drinks. Hmm, not many open spots on the floor to sit. Well, what about that one? Oh, Walter. I don't like the looks of that man. <laughs> He's just an old salt. I can tell it from here. Ahoy, bother you! Why not sit for a spell and spin a tail with old Shamus? Oh, my lord. <laughs> and why not? We'd love to join you. Is that a bottle of whiskey for everyone? Aye. Can't dog all this dizzy water for myself. What might your name be? The name's Walter, and this is my day, Bunny. How do you do? Ah, a southern bell in the eye I see in this one. You're a very lucky man, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me and Bunny go way back. So, who are you, Seamus? And what brings you aboard the ship with us today? Been sailing all me life, ah. The sight of the open water on a good, sturdy boat makes me happier than any land could offer me. I'd be living out here if the captain didn't park this thing every few days. I'm a regular, I am. But I ain't got no money. No money? Then how do they let you on this ship? Oh, I polish the bow in the stern on occasion. Scrub the floors when they need scrubbing, but I don't dare touch the slots. Dangerous machines they are. And why is that? Gambling debts, maybe. You don't want them with the captain. Here, have another boy. One more shot, and I'll be wobbling home today. Sure. You lost? Hmm. Thank you. No. But enough about my scrubbing life. What brings you here? Don't think I've ever laid eyes on you here before. It's our vacation. Seems like every day someone wants to interrupt our tea time with a homicide. <laughs> That's just another day in the Mojave, I guess. Ah, crime stoppers. Just like in the old shows. Ah, quite an exciting life, I'm sure of it. 
Yeah, well. Whoa. What was that? You must be hitting some rough waters. <gasps> Halter. That was scary. Are you going to be all right? The window there. I can see it. We're in for some gruesome waves. Can we go see the captain? He's sure to know what to do. Aye, that's the lookout bell. The beast of the sea approaches. What are you talking about? Seamus, what's going on? Walter! Bunny, dug yourself under the bench. That wave isn't going to spare any of us. She comes! She comes! Adam is fruitless, but no one can escape from the ocean's mighty craft! you expect me to do? Teach everyone the meaning of safety? I'm sure it's common human nature to duck and cover when items begin flying across the room during a storm. Then I'm assuming you have storms often, Mr. Captain. If Walter hadn't ducked his head under that table, he could have really been hurt. Listen to me, you two. There's an even greater danger to the ship besides a storm. I called you each here because there's been a murder. <gasps> a murder? <sighs> a murder. Yes. I'm afraid in the midst of last night's incident, a passenger on board by the name of Nelson Bradley was thrown off the ship. We did our best to recover any remains, but the sea unfortunately swallowed him up. And what makes you think he wasn't just in a bad place at a bad time? I'm certain anybody near the ship's edge was in for a mouthful of water. That was our thought until we discovered blood right along the edge. No evidence of a weapon. No eyewitness accounts as of now. No, just some stained blood and fingernail scratches as if Mr. Bradley were being dragged from the boat itself. Any thoughts? Well, I'll have you know, Mr. Captain, that Walter and I are here on vacation, and you have some nerve to... Where can we go next? I would try asking around the cruise staff. As for me, I have a ship to man before anything else happens. Tell them I sent you. Will do. But say, might I ask you about Seamus? Ugh, that character. Came aboard six years ago with an ocean that the sea called him out here. Not a bad fellow, just I think the sun might have finally gotten to him. What about the man? Ah, uh, well, he was a little hysterical as the boat began to rock from the waves, but I think you may have answered my question right there. Ah, old drunker works on my ship from time to time for payment. Most of it's spent on hooch, but yes, he's a tad tetched in the head. Harmless other than that. Well, we'll update you on anything we find. But in the meantime, I assume you'll be turning the ship around? What? No! Somebody's dead, Captain. With that... I hope that it registers that there's a murderer on the loose aboard this hunk of wood. This is my ship, and it runs itself as long as it's in service. Casino players will play, drinkers will drink, and murderers will murder. Now, I don't condone such actions on my vessel, but but this is far from the first time it's happened. That's a strange outlook, Captain. A killing happens when a poker game goes awry, or when two drunkards go at it. I understand the Mojave's had its share of mass killers, but this isn't it, detectives. Just see if we can resolve this before paranoia begins to settle in. Our previous incidents have been rather open, but this... This one's a little fishy. No pun intended. <laughs> sure, but we do expect payment. Yes, yes, you'll get your money and then some. But for now, let's get our results. Good day to you two. Well, wasn't that a display? Bunny, someone's been murdered. 
I know we were having fun, but crime doesn't take vacations. Yeah, well, that's crime's problem. I came here to take in some sea air and relax for once. This is the captain's problem. This could be our problem if we don't take action now. You heard him. This isn't the regular disagreement gone wrong. Someone was just dragged away with no apparent reason. Look, this ship isn't too big, which means the crew is smaller. If we can get a lead, the cards should just lay out in front of us. The murderer couldn't have gotten far. <sighs> Fine. But if we cuff him, we get our vacation back and a much higher pay than that crooked captain can offer us. I'm talking about free drinks, free food, the works. <laughs> Don't worry, Bunny. I can make that happen. <sighs> Good. Oh, no. This character... Hold on, Bunny. This man could be a valuable asset. He seems to know everybody on the ship. Good to see you again. Ah, you met the captain, did you? Yes, sir, we did, Seamus. But I'm afraid it wasn't under the best circumstances. Aye, I heard about old Bradley. A shame, really. Was more of a recent patron of this vessel. The sea must have been hungry for him. What do you mean, the sea was hungry? Aye, just a bigger old speech it is. Someone wanted a poor fella dead. I assume that's what old Captain Dan put you up to. Bring the murdering fool to justice. Uh, sure. Something like that. Well, Seamus, we've been sent to clean up the mess, and we're starting by asking around the crew. Care to join us? Bring that murdering fool justice. <laughs> then head down with us, Seamus. We could use your help. Mr. Oswald, all that we're saying is that the assailant has little area to run, unless he decided to jump out to sea with Mr. Bradley. Can you just recount the events that occurred to you during the storm? And I keep telling you that I was here. It was the first day of voyage of the three-day trip, and most people are going to want to eat around that time. So I was cutting up some meat, specifically around the time the wave knocked over everything. Ah, your good braham biscuit this man makes. Which is exactly what I was making, as a matter of fact. Now, if you want true results, you should be questioning someone like the Dark Hands, or, or the Lookout. Lookout? Darn it! I shouldn't have said anything. Aye, caught you red-handed, we did. What do you know about the Lookout? Shut up, Seamus! Now, hold on. Seamus may be a little eccentric, but you did try to stop yourself. Now, what do you know about the ship's Lookout? And can you hurry it up, please? This is really cutting in on our vacation time. Uh, fine. You've met the captain, didn't you? We did. Well, then, you noticed how much of a cheapskate he is. Nobody on this crew wanted those noisy, flashy gambling machines on this cruise ship. But the old bag didn't listen. Said he had to keep up with the times and bring in more money. <laughs> Easy for him to say why that leaves us with more work and the same pay as before. But that man just doesn't know when to stop. Elaborate, would you kindly? Walter, Oswald may be a shifty lad, but he knows what he's talking about. Captain don't like nobody but money. You see? Seamus knows it. He been on this ship longer than anyone but the captain. Are you saying... Shh! Do you want the whole kitchen to hear? Look at me, detective. These killings uh, have happened before. But never has he called upon for help like this. 
Well, he said people have died on deck over drunken fights before. No, they died mysteriously too. Don't let him blind you with that obvious cover. Ever since the casino floor was made, people have been missing. And we employees think we know why. Okay, I'll buy. Why? Two words. Gambling debts. That's not a bad observation, Walter. I mean, this isn't anything new from the Vegas Strip we've seen. Not a bad way to look at it at all. But how does a lookout play a part? Because of what he is. A lookout. Not just for what lies across the sea, but for deadbeats and unlucky players too. Uh, how do you know all of this? Trust me, we know the deal. Rumors break out among the duck hands and the employees. The lookout seems to spy when he thinks we're not all looking. And to top it off, he seems to have an awfully close relationship with Captain Dan. More than likely a sort of tip-off system. So what might this lookout's name be? Scott Rollins. We just call him Rollins for short. Thank you, Oswald. We'll hope to stay out of your hair for the rest of this. That's fine. Just don't mention me in any of this mess. Or I'll be headed overboard too. Well, that was shady, if anything else. Does the lady smoke? Oh, sure. Do you have any... Oh, um, that's not a lady's cigarette. Ah, it is some of the finest cigars on this end of the Gulf they are. Oh, well, what the heck. Sure, I'll take one. Looks like our sweet cellar and bell might be a cigar-smoking mama. <laughs> Hi, I'm on vacation. Do the lookout, then? Yes, sir. Anything we should know before we head up there? Just a thing. Beware of what you say and you do. The man had an eye like a hawk and he shouldn't be trusted. We both heard what Oswald had to say. Hmm. But I, Walter. Don't you want to take this up with the captain personally? Not yet, Seamus. Not yet. Ahoy, Rollins! Aye. What brings you here to the tower this early? Hmm? Folks like yourself should be enjoying crap games and sorts. I'm not here to gamble just yet. I've got a murder to solve, unfortunately. A murder? What's salty old Seamus doing here with you? Just for the company, and fine cigars. Say, how about you come down for a few questions? It shouldn't take too long. Uh, no can do, pal. And why not? I think the sea will be fine while you're with us. Walter! He's jumping from the tower! <clears throat> Hold it right there, Rollins. Hurry, Walter! Catch him! Go on! Flee! There is only so far you can run before the sea catches you! You can't run far, Rollins. You better stop chasing me. I've got a gun. Freeze. Right now. Okay. I warned you. Ah, oh, what a mess. You're right about that. How could you, Captain? How could I? Detective, I may be a rather rough businessman, but never would I have any of my own patrons murdered over a, a, a casino game. What in the heck did you even do to stop Rollins? That explosion darn near rocked me out of my seat. Apologies for the scare. You see, Rollins found himself cornered in the old storage room, and I managed to nail a small propane tank just to the side of him. His leg's pretty banged up, but I think he'll manage. That's the case, boss. Uh, listen to me. 
I won't tell a soul about what's been going on. You have my scouts on a sword. Ah, you better start packing now, Oswald. Uh, how did he get in here? Seamus is a witness to this matter, Captain Dan. He happened to be with us during the chase. But, sir, as I was saying... For the love of Pete, I don't kill, nor have I ever killed a soul. Not even out there in the wasteland. And whoever decided to create such a rumor will be booted from the ship, never to return. Well, the last thing I want to be is a Debbie Downer for you. But Scott Rollins definitely had something to hide from us, when all Walter wanted was a few simple questions. All I told them was a circulating rumor. That's all, sir. I want to know for the same reason as you, detectives. His reaction to us looking into a murder was what set him off, Captain. And? That's exactly what I sent you two out to do. Now, if you want your pay and a peace of mind while you're out in the middle of the ocean, I suggest you hop right into it. Now, you just hold it right there, Captain. We already offered our services to you when it was completely optional. For that, I'd expect you to be nothing but thankful. But when we put our lives on the line and bring you substance, we best not be chewed out like one of you own us. If it wasn't for Walter, you'd have a killer to find with no help. So how about you just stay ever so safely tucked away in your captain's quarters and leave the professionals to the work? Ah! Uh. Ah! <laughs> Quite a bit of biting that bunny, huh? Well, um, Captain, if Mr. Rollins wakes up from his incapacitation, just give me a ring in my room. We'll be seeing you. Uh, Yes, Mr. Camry. You'll be the first to know. Would you look at that? The captain's first mini-nuke. You'd be lucky to find just one of these. Not exactly the safest thing I would put behind glass in a hotel room. He probably disarmed it before he brought it on board. Oh, my goodness. How old is this lipstick? It's taking forever to wipe off. And speaking of the captain... Oh, Walter... Not before bed. Well, I just thought that was an interesting show of assertiveness. (laughs) I rarely see you snap, but a captain's the last person I thought you'd be giving your two cents to. He expects results right there on the spot. He's no different to Overseer McKenzie back in Vault 54. You didn't argue with Overseer McKenzie, though, did you? He was my boss. This man isn't. He is a bit pushy, isn't he? I know his type. Just worries about the betterment of business, nothing else. If an increased yearly income was on the table and it meant murdering his closest friend, you know he'd do it. So, you think he sacrifices his vessel's livelihood for caps? Yep. You see all these displays? Well, that mini-nuke, for example. Yeah. It's all just a flashy gimmick for incoming tourists. Now, I'm not knocking that those are his, but... Well, there's a captain that cares about his ship and one that doesn't. And this man doesn't. He's not proud of these trophies one bit. Well, ain't that a thing. You learn something new every day. I just didn't expect to learn about sailing from a vault girl. (laughs) Well, we had a lot of books to keep me company in there. (sighs) Anyway, I think a spot of beauty sleep will do me nicely. Both of us, really. You got that right. What was that? Looks like something's been slipped under the door. Well, if it isn't a voucher for free breakfast tomorrow, I'm going to be very mad. 
What does it say? Halt your pursuit. For the next time, the sea may crave you. Oh, no. Bunny, we need to move. Quick. Where to? The holding cells. I know it. If this is what I think it is, Scott Rollins isn't our killer. But why there? Whoever slipped us this note is going to want to silence him. Now hurry. Whoever it is won't be able to get the lookout. He's he's locked away in the emergency room. Right, Walter? That's what he wants us to think. Just keep running. We need to find Rollins before this lunatic does. Walter, the ship's beginning to move again. We must be hitting bad waters again. Just keep moving as far as you can. <sighs> Bunny, are you okay? The ship's rocking too much. We need to start hugging the wall if we want to live through this. Good idea. Here, I'll help you up. <sighs> Walter, the lights are going out. Turn on your pit boy. It's the only chance we've got. Good, that's enough light to carry on. Oh, Walter. I think I'm going to be sick. Just hang in there, Bunny. I'll stay right here until you get your bearings. Are you okay? Oh, this ship's going to be the death of us, if anything else. Don't say that, Walter. If you really think we can't make it this time, I say we head down to the lifeboats. Nah, that won't do us any good. We need to get off this thing before we end up like the Titanic. Can you get up? <sighs> Trying. Let's try once more to get to Scott. But if the ship rocks any more violently, we may just have to cut our losses. Get off of me! Bunny, what's happening? Let me go! Bunny, Bunny, what happened to you? He, he came up behind me and... Who? Who came up behind you? I don't... I don't know. But I think you scared him off. Hold on to me. Are you going to be okay? I, I, I think so. Come on. Let's try to get to Rollins before he comes back again. The room should be right here. Here's a lamp. I'll turn it on. <gasps> oh, no. It's just as I feared. Scott Rollins is gone. But how? How did he manage to open up the cell? Classic bobby pin and screwdriver, I'm sure. I doubt security is much of a factor on this ship. Let's just wait for this storm to pass by and tell Captain Dan. this just tears it. My lookout's gone, and now we have a sick puppy alone with us, miles into the sea. Captain, I don't want to scare you, but if you don't act now, there's an angry mob ready and willing to get you alive. Do you think I care about them? They can scream and moan all they want, but need I remind them that I'm not the one trying to kill them? Then do the proper thing and steer this boat around. Whoever this man is, is using these nightly storms as a cover. It almost cost me my partner yesterday. And for that, I'm truly sorry. And I'll do as you say, although there's one full day left of travel. But don't you forget, we have a long ways back from the Gulf. I can handle that, but how can we handle this murderer? The weather's looking mighty dreadful all week out here, which means our man is bound to strike without a doubt. What's your proposal? Only one thing left to do. We stake out on the deck of the ship all night and wait for that coward. Ah, the head-on approach. I love it. You see, Captain, this is the kind of man you want running a boat. I can't see any harm in that, other than possibly to yourselves. And Roland's body was nowhere to be found from last night, meaning he too was subject to the sea. 
It's the only way, I'm afraid. All right. You three wait till dark, and do your best not to fall off the edge until our man approaches. Seamus, you can do the honor of taking Scott's position as lookout. Keep Walter and Bunny informed. And if there's nothing else, I have a crowd to attend to. You ready, Bunny? <sighs> well, catching the killer will at least solve one problem. But I think those storms are beyond our power. Aye, Walter. The storm's picking up, and I don't see no end in sight. Best price for impact if you know what's good for you. Duly noted, Seamus. Just keep an eye out for anybody that may come up here on the deck. Aye, aye, Detective. How are you holding up, Bunny? As seasick as ever. But if I can bag that creep, so be it. Well, the wind and the waves aren't helping at all. Yeah, I don't like it either, Bunny. And this means a murderer should strike at any moment now. So stay sharp. Okay, I'll try. Darcy blows! Woo! Hand on the side like we talked about, Bunny. Lives are at stake. And if I'm reading this case right, it's going to be our lives! Hold on. Here comes a big one. Ah! Whew. That was a close call. Bunny, are you still aboard? Yes. But hardly. My Geiger counter doesn't have the best thing to say about all this water splashing on us, though. We'll manage. She comes! Seamus, what are you yelling about up there? The goddess of the sea! She approaches! Seamus, get back up there. You're bound to hurt yourself if you climb down. Walter! Bunny, keep your head down. One blast of water and you'll fall overboard. I don't think that should be our priority right now, Walter. What? Why not? Look! My, my word. That's a dreaded Marler queen. Possibly the biggest sea creature the radiation could spawn. What do we do? We have the harpoon gun to the left of you. It's our only chance. It's only making it angrier. Here, let me try. Done. This is no good. Duck your head. It's about to take a swing at us. One more hit in the same place, and this boat's done for. We need to think fast. But all we have left are those harpoon guns! Wait. The captain's mini-new. Yes. That could save us. That's all the way inside of the boat! Well then, I'd better run fast. For now, you hold off the beast with Seamus. Try to buy me some time. All right, Walter. But hurry! Okay, I can do this. Seamus, you there? <coughs> I'm going to strap it alongside the harpoon. 
If it doesn't weigh down the harpoon, it should travel fast enough for this baby to detonate. Here it comes! Smile, you son of a... Definitely what he gave off when he tried to kill me last night. But whatever for? Listen to her, Captain. The truth may shock you. I'm all ears, buddy. Well, it all started back when the first storm hit. The most animated person in the room was Seamus. Now, at the time, I assumed it was because he just was some old man who fell off his nut a long time ago. But after that, the murders took place. But how could he shift from the main room all the way to the deck so fast? Well, he didn't. Because the first murder victim actually died after the storm. Seamus only waited until we were all too disoriented to notice him exit the room. And after that, it was the lookout. We still don't know why he was acting so strange and evaded you two. Or so you might think. You see, your chef explained a rumor that you and the lookout had a joint operation to scope out and kill those who owed gaming debts. We originally thought that he ran from Walter because he knew what we wanted to know from him. But it was for something, or should I say someone, entirely different. It was Seamus. Are you saying he knew about Seamus? Exactly. Once he saw Seamus with us, he pieced it all together and knew that he would have to silence him. Or, in simpler terms, the shaft heard a fake rumor while the lookout heard a true one. Good old Seamus has been feeding passengers to a Marler Queen for Lord knows how long. And as bizarre as that was, he had a motive in the end. Feed the Queen and she won't destroy the ship. He then developed a spiritual-like fondness with the beast, since it always waited for his handouts. You ever wonder where your occasional corpses would go, Captain? We threw them overboard. Bingo. That's where it all started. So when we decided to meet the beast last night, Seamus felt as if the entire cruise was in jeopardy. In his mind, there was no other way to beat that monster. So he took last night as a perfect opportunity to feed us both to it. Unlucky for him, when he tried to stab me, I threw him to the Marler Queen. It gulped him up whole. Right before Walter nailed it with your first mini-nuke, of course. My word. This is far too much to swallow at once. Well, Captain Dan, I hope this can serve as a loud and proud wake-up call to you and your yearly cruises. If it wasn't for Bunny and I, we may all be fish food. You're right, Walter. Both of you are. I may need to make some major changes to my vessel's routine. Keep it closer to shore. And if an old strike like Seamus wants a long stay like he did, they'll have to pay me double. 
not a bad plan, Captain. But if anyone's getting paid double, it's gonna be us. Oh, and a bonus fee, too. Ah, what else do you want? <laughs> to get this filthy hunk of wood back to shore. <laughs> timers for the same time in two weeks for our next episode, Bunny and the Mystery of Aladna. Bunny crashes the car and wakes up in a mysterious town with an even more mysterious story. Will she ever find her way back home? Find out next time on The Strip! In the production you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman, Bunny by Sharon Grunwald, Seamus by Austin Wayne, Captain Dan by Sean Dawes, Michael Oswald by Dante Davis, and Scott Rollins by Ryan Alozio. The entire production was written and directed by Preston Harden. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb radio station and smartphone app. Hi, welcome to Three Count Thoughts. Let me introduce the crew real quick. Hi, I'm Maverick Stone. I'm Romer. And I'm Jaxus. Join us as we talk all things wrestling. Each week, we'll take a topic from the wrestling world, knock it around a bit, and then go over the week in wrestling from a strictly fan perspective. We can be found on all major podcast catchers. We can also be found at Three Count Thoughts on both YouTube and Twitter. Or you can send us an email using threecountthoughts at gmail.com. Okay, are you ready? Ring the bell. <laughs>